Hello again, and welcome to Faith, Family, and Politics. I'm your host, Joshua Cummins. <sighs> welcome back. I mean, uh, it, it's 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 been a it's been a little bit of an absence. We had some stuff uh, happen uh, personally. We'll get into that a little bit later in the, in the family portion. Uh, so uh, do stick around for the whole episode. We've got some good, good, good content for you today. Make sure you're sticking around for the politics portion. We've got some stories. Okay. Uh, now this week we've got some some great guests here. Uh, to the, to my left we've got Crystal Rosati. Rosati, who's got a guy? Got a guy. <laughs> we've taped a few episodes of her upcoming show, The Agenda, with Crystal Rosati. So that's going to be dropping uh, in about two weeks. Uh, it, depending upon when you're watching this. <laughs> uh, so be on the lookout for that. Um, we will get it up on the website as well. So make sure that you're got that notification notification bell hit when you're on revolver broadcasting. Cause we do have a litany of shows and we're adding new stuff all the time. And there's going to be more and more content coming your way. We've got a lot of stuff planned, uh, including the guy that's in producer's booth right now, the perfect producer, Sterling Metcalf Allen. And <laughs> uh, so yeah be on the lookout for all of that stuff and make sure that you're liking and uh, commenting and you know share because sharing is caring <laughs> thank you sterling that's what makes him perfect yeah that's what makes him perfect it's a perfect producer perfect, perfect producer <laughs> uh crystal uh, thank you for joining us thanks for having me good to be here Amongst all the adversities we got going on, right? Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots going on. <laughs> and across from her, my younger brother, more handsome brother, James Moore. Just, just younger. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, thanks for coming, Jim. No problem. And, and he's had some stuff going on here lately, too, so. I think I think it's it's just kind of hitting us all. I think 2024 has just been one of those years so yeah. far, and we 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 just gotten started. Lost everything we had, in 2020 and 2024. Don't seem like it's well, much better. Well, we started the <laughs> we started the year off with you know Cat Williams telling everybody uh, <laughs> letting all the skeletons out of the closet, and now now we're just like and 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 acorns are falling from oak trees and stuff. So <laughs> this month, so we'll, we'll see how it goes from here. Right. Uh, but before we oh, get so into in that, in other words, we've got a little bit of chicken little later on. <laughs> I like my chicken little fried. It's a, it's a little, little bit of three shadowing for you. Uh, it's not quite foreshadowing. It's not on that level. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Didn't quite make it. <laughs> but the man bringing the message this week, everybody's favorite guest, my father, Gary Moore. Hey, hey, good to be back once again. Always a joy. Always a joy. It is. Uh, it's been a little bit, but it's good to kind of get in here and sit down, and we're going to go over a few things. And I see that you know the audience is actually growing. Yeah, I mean it's kind of nice. I mean, the camera, as as much as it would like to turn around, really can't because then everyone will get have vertigo issues or get car sick. So, <laughs> so but we've we've got a crowd. Yeah. It's, it's always good to see it. Well, they never turn the cameras around. They're fake news. <laughs> <laughs> but it, but if if they did, 
if they yeah, did. He's claiming fake news, and in the end, it's his producer buddy, the perfect producer, has <laughs> got control of the camera. Yeah, he's, he's, as he throws his hands up. As he throws his like, it's like, hey, so I'm either producing or I've got to turn the camera around. And which is it? And I'm glad you pointed that out, Dad. We've got very, very special guests in the studio tonight. So I'm going to try not to get too teary-eyed because uh, I, I I love them very dearly. Um, as you as some of you know. We lost a good friend of ours, uh, Mr. Jeremy Hess, recently, and his parents, uh, Doug and Tony Hess, are here in the studio. So, so <laughs> thank you for being here. It, me- it means it means the worlds. Uh, means worlds, uh, not just the one. Got to get all yeah. the worlds. Get, yeah. get them all in there. The get multiverse. In. Yeah. The multiverse. Yeah. Spider Man didn't just live in one; he lived in them all. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, well I'll tell you what I will give you my title. Yeah, and then I just think you know it almost calls for a. Well, uh, 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 Sterling, do I? Uh, I don't know if I, I uh, loaded it in there. Uh, is, it is, is is image A uh, on the list there? I, I don't know if I, I I don't know if I put it in the queue or not. I may, I may have had to remove it because it didn't quite fit. Uh, no, there's, 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 uh, uh, I, I put a picture in there called image a, I don't know if I, I don't know if I kept it or not. I think I may have had to remove it. Um, if it's not on the list that that's okay. I, I, I had, a, I had a photo that was uploaded in there, but, um, uh, it's neither here nor there. I, I was, I was, uh, I was trying something and it didn't work out. So that's okay. Uh, anyway, your title. Behold your king. <laughs> oh man. I, I had to throw a little bit extra on that one just because, <laughs> you know. It wasn't rock ass enough. It's, well, hold on, hold on. I got yeah, the no. people's eyebrow going on, people. Oh, yeah, get ready for that title again. <laughs> yeah. Behold the king. <laughs> sorry sorry to the audio listeners. Yes. That may have popped your ears a little yes, bit. Yes, it probably did. It popped mine. <laughs> In a fun way, though. In hopefully. a fun way, yeah. yes. No, I mean, it. when you Maybe look at like society it. today, it just is uh, – we see some things going on, but uh, but before we really get into that king, let's uh, take time to pray to the king of kings that has been gracious enough to save us from our sins. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Gracious Heavenly Father, we give you praise going on our first for our salvation, Lord. We thank you for this opportunity to gather as friends and family, Lord, on this podcast. We know that there's just going to be those that are going to hear in tonight, Lord, that I, I just know their eyes are going to look at things in today's society in a different way. Lord, I just ask that uh, the not just the United States, but that the world would draw closer to you. We see that a, an increasing aspect of this life that is just growing darker and darker. And Lord, that's where those that have the light need to make sure that we put it on top of the candle that it may be bright. We ask all of this in Jesus' blessed and holy name. Amen. 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 All right, I'm going to get in. It's a little bit of a lengthy. There's some amens from the crowd tonight, Amen, too. yes. Yeah. It's yeah, good, like that. good to get amens from the crowd. Um, we're going to be looking in chapter 8 of First Samuel, and it says that um, the people... Um, they've got it titled, Demand for a King. Um, Samuel is getting of age, and he has determined that, you know what, I got my sons, 
let me set them. I'll get them anointed and get them on the path, and I'll have them be judges over Israel. Now, there were several individuals that would be judges over Israel, but Israel got to the point that they finally said, you know what, uh, you're old and your sons don't quite walk like you do. So we want a king so we can be just like everyone else. So the Lord said unto Samuel, uh, the Lord said unto Samuel, hearken unto the voice of the people in all that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me. That I should not reign over them according to all the works which they have done since the day I brought them, uh, brought them out of Egypt, even unto this day, wherewith they have forsaken me. Ain't that just like us? Man, we've got a good thing going with God, and we just muddy up the waters. Oh, yeah. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Every now and then there's a puddle. You got to stomp in it when you're a kid. But as an adult, sometimes muddying up the water just ain't a good thing. We're real good at it. Even, uh, we're better at it as adults, actually. Yes, exactly. According to all the works they have done since the day I brought them out of Egypt, even unto this day, wherewith they have forsaken me and have served other gods, so do they also unto thee. Now, therefore, hearken unto their voice, howbeit yet protest solemnly unto them and show them the manner of the king that shall reign over them. So God is getting ready to tell you what type of king. I said, since you don't want the perfect king, I'm going to tell you how your king's going to be. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked of him a king. And he said, this will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself. So right off the bat, political power means the choicest people of your family belong to me. They no longer belong to you. What do we see in schools today? Mm -hmm. They they say, well, the children don't belong to the parents. Mm -hmm. They belong to yeah, all of yeah, us. And they it call them their kids yes. all the time. And uh, uh, I had... I have two sons, and as far as I'm concerned, those are my two sons. Yep. Um, if they needed a beat down when they were younger, it was my duty to give them that beat down. Yep. And I thank you for that. Well, Honestly, and, I'm and not, also, not being facetious. I, okay. <laughs> I thank you for that. Also, your job as a parent to teach them the values that you want them to have, not the school's job to do that. Exactly, exactly. All right, so um, take your sons and point them for himself. Uh, for uh, for his chariots, and to be his horsemen, and to and some shall run before his chariots, and he will appoint him captains over thousands, captains over fifties, and will set them to ear his ground. So they're going to protect his ground. They're not protecting your ground anymore. You'd grow a big family, and then the king comes in and says, "No." Nah, you got a couple sons there that really need to serve the country. Well, serve me. So, all right. So, um, I'll set them to ear his ground and to reap his harvest. So they're going to be planting and they're going to 
be they're gonna they're gonna sow and they're gonna reap in his fields. They're not gonna be tending your gardens and taking care of what you need. You gotta find someone else to do that. Okay, all right, um, and to make his instruments of war, so he's gonna put them to task work. Instruments of his chariots, and he will take your daughters to be um, confectionaries. So. Those no, good that's a nice biscuits. Way of, that's a nice way of putting you know, it. I know. Mama done taught them how to make biscuits. Now the king gets those biscuits. Um, no one else. That's also a nice way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and to be cooks and bakers. He, he will take your fields and your vineyards, and we've seen that. Um, Ahab wanted a vineyard because it was close to his, and, and the sun just seemed to to rise and set so beautifully upon this field. And then he went and pouted in his room, and old Jezebel said, I'll fix that for you, and had the man killed. So mm. we, we see how how the king got what he wanted in that instance. So um, your vineyards, even the best of them, and give them to his servants, not for them personally, but for him them to serve him in those and he will check this out take the tenth of your seed what does that kind of sound like that sounds like t-a-x tax mm-hmm. yeah. also known as theft yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and of your vineyards so if you've got a good good run of grapes going he's going to take the tenth and he's not going to take the average grapes. He's going to take the best. He's going to take, in essence, what God said he would take. I want, The first fruits are mine. I wonder if he said I'm going to take from those that have and give to those that have not. <laughs> well, I can honestly say he was the only one receiving. Yeah. I know, so but I wonder what his story would have been. So, yeah. <laughs> so he wasn't yet that evil. He yeah, wasn't no, a Marxist no, no. yet. Um, and he goes on, he says... Um, I'll give uh, and give to his officers and to his servants, and he will take your men servants and your maid servants and your goodliest young men and your well, your asses, and <laughs> put them to his work. And oddly enough, uh, there's several of those working quite well. I shouldn't say busily, but there's quite a few of those in Washington right now. Um, they're supposed to be working hard for the people, but they're working hard for themselves. Mm-hmm. And ye mm-hmm. shall cry out in that day because of your king, which ye shall have chosen you, and the Lord will not hear you in that day. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel, and they said, Nay, but we will have a king over us. Now, I'm, I'm going to kind of stop right there because there's, there's definitely a few areas I want to hit on. So we saw taxes, basically theft, yep. but in the end, he's going to create an army, but it's going to be his army. It's not the army of the people. Here in the United States, when we build an army, it is for the protection and sovereignty of the land. They take an oath to protect not only the Constitution, but the United States of America. It's supposed to be that way. That's how yeah. it's supposed to be. So it's a constitutional but, but republic. Right now, we, we see a, a not only a president, but a vice president and 
a two political party system. Yes, they're in the mix are libertarians and independents and probably at least I don't know if a rooster's made it up that high <laughs> into the mix in the voting process or they're just at the state level. Um it's, it's kind of interesting. You was like, man, so now we know where all the barn animals are at now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those, but, are the, those are the pretenders. Or, or just touch back on the, the taxes real quick. It kind of sounds like uh, the way they were doing business really was was very mafia-esque. Is that all that, you know, hey, because it, because they're, 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 they need it for the protection, right? Yeah. So for protection, um, you've got to give up. you got to, you got to, got to pay the tax for your protection. So, well, oh, gee, uh, that's a nice grapevine you got yeah. there. It sure would be a shame for that to just, uh, I don't know, all get torn down. Exactly. Exactly. You got to pay me that protection tax. Um, but give me the best grapes. Now that we've, we see what this king's going to look like. And can I protest that we kind of see that taking place leading up to, our next election Mm -hmm. because one political party is saying no one deserves to have to vote for Trump. So we're going to remove him from every ballot and you can't even write him in. And then they're telling every Democrat, you don't get an option. We're telling you who your option is. And it's going to be Joseph Biden. Until the convention. There's a whole nother theory about what yes. happens there with those yes. daggum super gal- super delegates they have that the other side doesn't have. Yeah. It sounds they hold like a all the power. Banana Republic. Yes. Yeah. So just seeing that. Not and the store. And yes, not, not the store. <laughs> um, yeah, you, Banana Republic. They have nice Panama tackies. Jack. <laughs> uh, primo stuff. But. This whole premise with this message is is to really kind of open people's eyes. It's like, you know what? We keep repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Men of power abuse power, destroy things, and then good men have to come up, fight off bad people so we can start over again. It's like quit running down this cycle of of nonsense mm-hmm. um looking at this let's kind of we'll kind of loop in some things so now we see what israel is going to be looking or what type of king they will be dealing with uh realistically um there was a portion of the country loved saul but not all um saul ended up being quite wishy-washy um david came in and great military might done it with a lot of lot less people than Saul was doing it. Ergo why David killed his tens of thousands and Saul only his thousands. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see the abuse of power. So we've got, aha, the anointed king. God says, here's, here's my king. If you want to have an earthly king, I'm going to give you my guy. So here's my guy, King David. He says, but you've got King Saul. Here's this guy that stands tall above the rest, but ain't got no value to him to save his butt. In fact, when you look at his, uh, when they made the announcement of, of, hey, here's the king, where was he? He was cowering behind some boxes. 
So this is going to be the guy that's going to lead us. He's cowering behind boxes. Like in a basement? <laughs> yes, <laughs> like being in a basement. I'm drawing parallels here. Yes. Uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm also drawing parallels because it sounds, uh, not this administration, but two ago. <laughs> um, it sounds like it sounds like they, they wanted somebody slick who spoke well uh, with no substance. Yes. Now, 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 don't get all wee-weed up, Crystal. I know, right? <laughs> yep. Yes. What was it yet? Horse face pony soldier? <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. But now let's, let's kind of reel back in. Let's kind of take, let's, let's take a look at, at a, another king. And it's, now the parallels with what we've just went through, you kind of have to go, was it within reason that they done what they done? The nation of Israel hasn't come into the land of Egypt yet. Joseph gets sent down. God has anointed him. So we can pretty much say anything that he touched was gold. Mm -hmm. Potiphar, gold. Mm -hmm. Then his wife just couldn't couldn't get past the shine of the diamond of Joseph and uh, pushed that envelope and then... Potiphar no longer had the diamond. He sent it to jail. Then the guy running the jail, man, he, he's coming up aces. If he's playing Texas Hold'em, he keep, he's got a royal <laughs> flush every time. And you're going, man, it's hearts. Royal flush hearts. How's it coming oh, up yeah. that way? Well, Joseph's got God on his side. And, uh, you know, the, the baker... And then the cupbearer was like, man, we having some weird dreams. Oh, well, you're going to live. I'm sorry. When he gets out, you're going to die. <laughs> when you get out, just remember me. Several years later, Pharaoh's like, man, these dreams ain't right. This is what's going on. I need an answer. Now, I know I'm paraphrasing quite a bit, so anyone that's sitting back going, he's not staying real scripture. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing for time. And... Sometimes when you put it this way, some other people get it. Mm-hmm. And when they get it, I want you to get it. And then you can get into the book and then you can see it. Mm-hmm. And I'm enjoying the plainly spoken version. Me it's, too. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's kind of reminded me of what back when I did the three amigos. When yeah. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So Joseph ends up, it's like, well, Pharaoh, it's like, kind of hate to let you know this, but. You're going to have seven great years. Then you're going to have seven that's you know, going to put you in the poorhouse. Right. But. They're so, they're so poor they couldn't even afford the, afford the, afford the OR. Yes. They just po. Yes, they was po. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't finish it. Um, that's where they, literally, that's where they ended up. Yeah, so bad they made so, me stutter. Very true. <laughs> so here we are. He's like, well, you know what? You my guy. I got my royal flush of hearts again. Make it so. It's like, all right, everyone, here's 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 how we're gonna play this game. This we're gonna dial it in. It's like you do this, we'll do that, and this will all work out. Everyone help us out. Now, granted, here is tax with the notion that you know what's coming. So this is a tax. So in essence, um, I'll state it this way. This is wartime bonds. 
All right. Yeah. I think is everyone like that one wartime bonds. Yeah. It's like so. Makes sense. Where yeah. You're preparing for an end result that's going to be rough, but if you'll hang in with me, we'll get through this war. So everyone's like, all right. I I see this. So everyone buys in. Everyone's good to go. And then we get to those seven years, and it starts getting a little bit on the crazy side. And it gets to the point that, you know, once they run out of money, they're like, okay, Pharaoh's got all our money. We ain't got no more money. So then they're looking around going, all right, well, I can sell my animals and I get more grain. So I sell what animals to the king. So next thing you know, you've got the next level. So now it's you're you're offering upgraded taxes to the king. Mm-hmm. And then you finally you're you're at a spot. It's like, what's the use of having the land if I'm too weak to take care of it? And we're still six year, you know, we're in the sixth year of this drought, getting ready to go in the seventh. So now they're selling off their property. So now you've given up to the government your home. That makes sense. Property tax. Mm -hmm. You don't own it. Mm -hmm. Even when you've got a mortgage and pay taxes, there's three people that own that property. Right. And when you own it, you still pay property tax. Exactly. So, So it goes from, well... At one point, you start at when you start out, it's you, the bank, and the state. And once you've paid off the bank, it's you and the state. Right. Don't miss that payment, mm-hmm. or we'll find a new owner for it. And you're out. Mm-hmm. So we kind of see this processing. And so we, we see here we've got where they've legitimately, for the good of the nation, we're going to profit the king. We're going to profit the government all with the notion that in the end, things will be good. Now, yes, they get to the end of that seventh year of drought and they're like, all right, it's time to start preparing for rain. And what was, what was said for them to do? There's going to be about a 10th of what you give, what you grow needs to come back to the king. And that'll kind of be how you'll start to pay him so you can get your stuff back. Now, of course, in the midst of this, in these seven years, well, Joseph gets his family back. He gets where the he gets to where he gets uh his daddy gets old enough that he actually gets to see his grandkids. And uh Joseph even got to see some of his grandkids before he passed away. But then a new king comes into power in Egypt. And him and his cronies are looking around going, you know what? These people down here, they ain't Egyptians. And their numbers are growing. They just might decide that they want to take a fight, take our land. And it was never the intention for them to stay down there. But uh, one of them old granddaddies was told, you know, you're going to have to be down here. You're going to be down here about 400 years. I said, but, you know, when you cry out for me, I'm going to come on in and we're going to get you out. Needless to say, the pharaoh's like, man, they're getting awful large in numbers. Got to fix this. So he 
looks at the midwives and says, now when you go into those Hebrew women and you see that it's a woman, baby, you let her stay alive. But if it's a boy, you go ahead and kill it. Mm-hmm. And government-instituted killing of children. <laughs> where have we Man, heard that? where have we heard that? <laughs> Roe versus Wade. Um, late-term abortion, whatnot. Yeah. So we, we see that, once again, here, here a king or a government is dictating who gets to live in a land. Kind of sounds like today. Mm-hmm. But there'll be a point that this this same, probably not, may not be the same pharaoh, may have been another pharaoh, but will come up. And now this pharaoh, Moses, Moses is kind of at that point. They're like, all right, start killing them. So we're going to start running around the houses. Anyone that's male and a little boy, we're going to go drown them in the Nile River. That's just, just going to happen. Moses' mama, done, she went through and said, you know what, man, this is awful pretty baby. God just got something for him, and I just know it. I just know it. I know it. And she's like, she hides him as long as you can. But, you know, they're still coming around to the houses, and they're checking things out. Like, we're going to go through. We know who's out building on the Building on the uh, pyramids, not the aliens, <laughs> um, despite what some other theorists would identify. It, it was Jews and uh, or Hebrews, probably Hebrews for the day. Hebrews yeah. at the day and uh, probably could have been some Egyptians, but uh, but there was a lot of different people. But nonetheless, anyway, I digress. He's like, all right, we're going to start killing them. But Moses' mama's like, no, nah, this one's got a, got something for him. So she makes her a little reed basket, knowing full well, man, this is either going to go good or it's going to go bad. But Pharaoh's daughter just looked upon his crying face. Oh, that mama's heart come out. That wasn't her child that she gave, that she bore. That was someone else's baby, which kind of tells me and reminds people, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with adopting a child. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Um, there's a lot of good children out there that need a good home. And and so with that being said, I mean, take those considerations. Don't, uh, uh, d- despite how the government sets it up now, it it's cheap to have an abortion. Right. But if you want to adopt. Mm-hmm. You got to go through all the hoops. You got to have deep pockets. And you got to make sure you grease every hand that's out there and uh, pray you can get through the process. Mm-hmm. And it, it gets frustrating. So, but there's a lot of love out there. And if you have the will and the know-how uh, and, and uh, yeah, the will, the know-how and, and, and enough strings to pull yeah. out there. And I recommend a private attorney instead of an agency. Yeah. That's what mine yes. was. So now <clears throat> we've, she looks on his face and just, oh, this beautiful Hebrew baby. He's just beautiful. I can't just drown him. I'm going to raise him as my own. And lo and behold, who's standing nearby? His sister. Oh, hey, you want me to get one of them Hebrew women to get him straightened out for you? She'll breastfeed him. She'll take care of him. 
So Moses' mama, this is kind of where there's going to be a few people going to hate me. The government paid her to raise her kid. Yeah. Now I know, I know that's hard because there's a whole lot of people going, don't you go messing with Moses now like that. I'm just bringing out a picture. I'm just asking you to think, open your mind and yeah, just, just you think look about at it that the, way. She's gaming the system in a good way. Yes. Yes. She's, she's turning the, the, the screws to the system. There. Yes. Yes. And she definitely did that, but, um, she cheated the system when, when, when uh, Obama and Hillary were sitting there telling the reporters that uh, the system isn't rigged when Donald Trump says it was. Right. Um, he says, I know it's rigged because I use it. <laughs> and I can't blame him for that, but it's <laughs> well, that's, real. That's when they cried, Russia, Russia, Russia. 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 <laughs> it's like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Marsha. <laughs> so, and like I said, this story on Behold Your King is to make you look at what's going on now and, and really think and really look at what they're telling you, what they're expecting you to buy into, because trust me, we're not even done with Pharaoh. We've kind of touched on Saul a little bit. We haven't even got, we haven't even got to Jesus yet. So where are we at on time? I'm, I'm getting, I got this much, right? And I need about this much. So we can go. We can go. We go we, over. We've got a little leeway. Yeah. We we always expect a little bit I more. I always from... take my leeway. <laughs> <laughs> it's my time. He games the system. Yeah, he games I, the system. I use the system. <laughs> and, uh, I'll allow it. I I'll rule with it. an iron fist. <laughs> but so uses the system to get her benefits. So she gets to raise her son and gets paid to do it. So that's a beautiful thing. Um, so I'm not trying to take anything from her. Now, let's uh, we'll fast forward a little bit. We've kind of talked about Ahab and Jezebel, but we look at Absalom. Mm-hmm. He was a smooth talking. He was a smooth criminal. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. We'll say it that way, because yeah. he's like, you know what? My dad's too busy. Let me sit over here, and. People will come, and as they come by, they'll give me my greetings. Hold on here. Let's, uh, I can't sit quite like he would. I was, like, <laughs> like, I was sitting in my chair, and the people will come, and I'll say my hello. Don't get stuck that my, way, please. I'll, I'll, I'm praying I won't. But before this to... hurts, i got to finish. <laughs> Those watching on audio can appreciate this. I'm working hard for you on video. <laughs> We, I do my own stunts. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> it's like, I'm sitting in my chair and going through, and the people come, and they admire me. Kiss the pinky. And kiss the pinky ring. And it's like, come to me. Come to me. I love you. Let me hold you to my bosom. And lo and behold, what's he do? He's... Scams around just enough that he convinces the people, you know what? I think it's gold. It's time to take on Dad. Dad's a pretty good fighter, but I think I've got a bigger army. I've got his buddies. So, kind of sounds familiar. Someone elected in to smooth talk to people. I'm not offering 
this, that, and the other. I'm offering you change. <laughs> Fundamental Everything transformation. <laughs> will be so much better with my change. And I think a few people, that's all they had left when everything was said and done was change. Right. Well, so you, can, you can keep your nickel back in the band, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that perfect producer they're, entered in. Is they're such they're a not all thing. winners, folks. They're not all winners, okay? Johnny Carson laid an egg or two, and it was funny. It was funny. But, uh, you know, of course, then what happens to Absalom? He hung himself. And that's what a lot of these politicians will end up doing. You've got to stay true to moral value, moral truth, and when you do that, the lies that are being told to you will become evident. Mm-hmm. Ergo. Yeah, you'll see right through that fake news. Yeah, you'll see through the fake news, mm-hmm. and and that's that's critical. That's why they're really pushing the AI and stuff, and I'm trying not to get too too political, but so now. We can jump another seven, eight hundred years, a little more, and we finally get the coming Messiah. Then, of course, after he was born, then we had a king that decided we need to kill every child under two. And then where did Jesus end up at? Back in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Back where it all started for a little while. But Jesus didn't off, didn't didn't come in saying, Give me your best. Jesus said, give me you. I want you. Christ said, I've taken care of everything else. I just want you to love. Give me your heart. Um, Pharaoh went through. Not only that, but he's taking on the least of these, right? Like, yes, yeah, he's yes. Taking on... He took me. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Took all, took all of us, and and for those that are well, you know, he can't take me. Well, let me just let me enlighten you. Here is the simplicity of the gospel in, in a different fashion, when it comes to whether Jesus can take care of your sin or not. Were you alive before Jesus died? Everyone in unison says. No. no. All righty. Now, if you weren't born when Jesus was alive, were you born during his ministry? In unison? No. no. Okay, if that's the case, and you weren't alive 2,000 plus years ago, then that means everything that he did for you is truly covered. And how could I say that? Because every sin that you've committed was a future sin. So he died way back here, knowing full well that these 30, 40 years that you may be in the middle of, or 50 years, or 60 years, at whatever age you're at, one person took all those sins, how many, however old you are, he took care of it back then. All your sins was future sins. You can't go through and say, well, yeah, I'm a better person now, but, you know, there was a time it was still all future sin. And so many people kind of go, okay, you've done taking away my scapegoat. You know, he can't cover my sins. He can cover all oh, yeah. sin. He, he covers it. 
He covers it. He covers it. it. it Cuz like a good savior, savior Jesus, Jesus is, is there. there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Jake, you're out of luck. <laughs> Jacob, maybe, but not Jake. Just replace him with me. I'll take the money. (laughs) (laughs) And so we've got someone that has any time that God didn't, when Christ came in and the young ruler came to him and he said, you know, what must I do to inherit the kingdom? He says, sell everything and follow me. Mm -hmm. And he walked away sad because he had much possessions. Well, we've got a whole lot of people that love their possessions. Jesus is just saying, follow me. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it's like, it's like, that's not a king. Like, Yeah, actually, that's the perfect king. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want, he doesn't have to have your money. Right. He doesn't have to have your house. I mean, he's a carpenter. <laughs> He's more ready to. He 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 says. He says, "I go to prepare a place for you." You know what? He's blue collar of the people. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. He's not an elitist sitting on the ivory tower looking down at everybody like we have now. Yeah, exactly. And and that's that's where we're at. We've got a government that wants to dictate where we're at, where we're going, and how we need to view things. And that's why. I constantly say, you don't have to believe me. I state it the way I state it. Go look. Go research it. Right. And if you get into the Word and you research it, and then then you can take your newspaper, put your Bible right here, and then set your newspaper there and read through. And if you can't go through Scripture and then go through that newspaper and see the correlation you're not reading. You might want to double check your English. Mm-hmm. Th- thank you for using that very specific word too. Reading. Yeah, reading. 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 It's the most important thing you can do is read. You you definitely need those sixty six books of truth, yes. and that's going to help you. That's going to give you a discernment when you go out into the world. It's going to give you the discernment to be able when you pick up that newspaper. You you're not only will you see parallels, but you'll know exactly what it's really saying. Exactly. You'll you'll be right. able to look at it and go, oh, that is fake news, or oh, actually they're telling the truth this time. Doesn't happen often, but but That's, when it does, you'll be able to know. The only way to see the lies is to know the truth. Right. That's right. When uh, I like good, that line. We're going to keep that one. Good example, good example, when they want to look at or know how to identify fake bills, they don't give them fake bills. They give them a real real bill. You get to where you understand what a real dollar bill looks, a real five, a real 10, a real 20, a real 100. If you've got the availability and you've got a $1,000 bill, you know what the real one looks like. And then when the fake one comes up, you're like, "Uh uh aha, aha, you see it. And that's what, that's what we're doing here is we want you to open your eyes. We want you to research. We want you to look, we want you to fall in love with the one that will show you truth. Mm -hmm. And when you see that truth, then when all this other stuff comes up against you, you've got it. And it just, it's just like, 
you're kind of like, wow, why didn't I ever see that? That's because you wasn't looking, um, as Ronnie Millsap says always uh, in his songs, his rose-colored glasses, looking at the world through rose-colored glasses. you got to look through the lens of God. And when you do that, you're just like, what in the world? All of this stuff has been, it's been right here. It's been right in front of me. Why in the world was I ever thinking that this was truth? And um, a good, good, uh, good book series, uh, the Left Behind book series. Um, he's more than welcome to sponsor us for anything, <laughs> him or his son, for that matter. But um, in the we movies, were, we were talking about those that book series at the pre-show. Yeah, um, that's so weird. <laughs> and we, you weren't even we part were, of that conversation yeah. yet. Here we are. Here we are. Um, and that's something. <laughs> but one of the things the the pilot in that the first grouping of movies, um, he had come to know the Lord, and he was on the plane kind of, it's like, we need an inside on, in the devil's house. It's like, well, just keep in mind, he's a smooth talker and we've had smooth talking politicians. Ain't no shortage of them. Bill Clinton was one. Obama was the other. It, both of them convinced a lot of people of a whole lot of dumb stuff. Um, so with that stated, there's where I'll leave that. But the pilot, um, old Nikolai Carpathia shook his hand and he saw him for what he really was. And when he was kind of, kind of like, whoa, he saw beauty. But when he saw what was real, he saw that ugliness, the discernment, that, that discernment. So when you know the truth and you've researched the truth, and that's all we're saying when it comes to medication, um, for any ailment, research it. Yes. Read the package insert before um, you start taking it, for sure. Take take that even further. I mean, um, if you can find the, the some of the testing results and mm-hmm. stuff and testimonials, mm-hmm. some of this stuff they've got out there that's supposed to help you, I mean, the side effects more Our scary than, than what I'm dealing with. Yeah. Um, I love the one that's the antidepressant supplement that you take as a secondary pill to antidepressants because you're still depressed on the antidepressant. So the second one is supposed to fix the depression you feel from the antidepressant you're already taking. Yeah, or the side effects of of, of the antidepressant that one of the side effects of the antidepressant is... Is Suicide. Suicidal thoughts. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, that's kind of the effect. You, you, you finish that one, there's no other it, effects to have. It, yeah. It's really counterintuitive. And I, I'm saying read the package insert. That's a good start. Yeah. Because it tells you everything that's, on there. That's definitely a good start. That's, that's, and That's why I would encourage people to use coping mechanisms as opposed to, mm-hmm. I mean, if you, there, there are pills out there that can help certain people. I'm not saying don't, don't take the pills. Uh, if you, if you choose that route, I'm not telling you that I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I can't give you that, but I will say from my own personal experience, coping mechanisms will get you through a whole lot more than, uh, than a single pill can do, could ever do for you. Especially if they're in the Lord. Yes. Yeah. Because there is, there is so many, I mean, there's different types of mushrooms, not the ones that make you happy, um, <laughs> but they can make you healthy. And it's, it's knowing what to eat. 
And we, we raised a society that we are a microwave society. We've got microwave kids. We've got microwave adults. Don't get me wrong. I like a good microwave. <laughs> One minute, piping hot, got to let it cool down, but then I can eat. Um, so a minute, 30 seconds, I'm eating. <laughs> they don't taste as good. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the burritos that are fro- uh Yeah, fro- no, 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 no. Where they're piping hot uh, uh, in the... In the, the One the end's ends. piping hot, and yeah. then the center's still... <laughs> frozen you know, solid. Frozen solid. Yeah. And then the Get other weird, end is like, thawed, but it's cold. Ice and in, in your... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now, I'm glad you brought up uh, uh, about... Uh, Christ in particular um, makes me want to share a little bit of a, st- yeah, of a story go ahead, here. Go ahead. And um, uh, I didn't, I didn't ask him, so I won't, I won't share his, his name, but I, I had a g- good friend uh, and, and you two already uh, know this story. Uh, um, shared it recently. I, I think I may have shared it with you too, Crystal, but um, for the, for the listeners out there, I had a friend who recently messaged me and he he had struggled with, let me start with this. I'm back up a little bit. Demons are real. We've established that with uh, our perfect producer over there. He's, he's, he's told you a little bit about them. We're going to continue that series soon enough, I'm sure. But um, demons are real, and, and, and possession is very real. It's very real. Now, this, this uh, young man uh, dealt with actual possession. He lost actual time. He doesn't know where what, what happened during these time periods, long periods of time. This whole other entity, not a personality, verifiably not a personality, took over, changed his social media to its name and everything. Started sharing satanic rituals on his social media, started sharing all this uh, imagery and, and things, just encouraging others to be this way. Now, I knew he was struggling, and we had talked about him coming uh, to, to this house and, 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 and trying deliverance. Uh, if you don't know what deliverance is, uh, I, I highly encourage you to look up uh, Pastor Greg Locke. He, he can unlock a whole lot of that knowledge for you so that we can save for time's sake. But um, he continued to struggle, and it just it just never really happened to where we could we could line up to get him here and 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 start that process. Yeah. Um, and uh, and a full exorcism it ta- it's it's not something you can just do. It's not like a tattoo where you do three sessions and you're done. It's you, you it has to it has to be something you commit to and get through the entire thing. That being said, uh, alcoholism took over his life. Uh, on on and he he was with a a, a girl that um, he had two kids with. Uh, he had struggled with all kinds of trauma his entire life. Not a lot of lot of horrible horrible things happened to him. Um, uh, just undis- unimaginable to most of us, unimaginable. Um, and it, he just could not stop struggling. And then to find out that he, the girl that he was with was on a very hard drugs. And then the custody battle started and he couldn't get his kids because his alcoholism was, was separating him there and he had to get away um, to, to get his, get his mind straight. And when he got away, he went to nature to try to 
to just allow himself to center himself. That was what that's what he thought that it, that he needed to do. He was halfway there, getting the solitude right. Yes. Um, but he, uh, I'm trying to keep his name, so that's why I'm yeah being no so doubt, ambiguous no here. Um, but he he asked me what what I thought he should do, and I said, well, you need to go and and pray and pray in solitude. You got get you're on the right path. Pray in solitude. Pray to God. Um, and pray that you you get delivered from this. And he he still only took about half of that. He wanted to just go meditate, meditate, meditate. He keeps using that word, meditate. And uh, it's just continue to struggle, continue to struggle. Eastern uh, culture says you that's all you need, and that's not all. There is um, one that you that requires to kind of reach that. Um, getting into a solitude state is definitely a good thing. And I, I encourage that, but with that, yeah, with that deep breathing, you got to have that Bible in yeah, front of you. It's, yeah. It's, it, and it's in the Bible to, 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 to pray to, to go in solitude and find your place of, of quiet solitude to be with God. So it's you and him. Um, but yeah, so I so, said, you know, he continued to struggle and he's, he's trying to find, uh, uh, a way out, uh, and he messaged me. So fast forward now, now he's given up. He messaged me. He says, uh, I'm done. This is it. Um, and he's, he, he's far away. I don't know what his location is. So I can't, I can't call any pastors or doctors or friends or I, I, I can't get to my friend brother even really. Cause he's, he's, he's so close to this family. Um, and I, I was powerless and, and I just, I, I kept praying and, and, uh, and he, and he continued to talk with me and, um, a couple of days later, you know, cause he was still hanging on. And uh, a couple of days later I started getting messages and it was, it was, I, I could feel it was just messages through, through Facebook messenger, but I could feel, uh, something different. And it said, why Josh, why, 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 why would a God that, but let this things happen to good person. I was doing so, I was doing so good. I was trying so hard. I was doing everything I thought I should be doing. I, 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 I stopped drinking. I, I, uh, I, I started working as hard as I could. I, I did, I did everything I thought I needed to be doing. What kind of a God, what kind of a God would let this happen? And, and then he even started mocking God. He started going further. He said, ah, ah, ah. I started, this is, this is the messages that are coming through, but I was reading it loud and clear. Cause I knew that that was not my friend. Well, a lot of what he was saying is, I done this, I done this, I done that. God wants you to surrender. We're coming to Submit. that. Yeah, we're coming to Submit. that. Yeah. So I, in turn, said, this is not my friend, insert name here. Uh, this is not my friend. He would never say this. He would never say this. I know that uh, I know that he would never say this, even if he doesn't believe. And I pray that whatever is in him right now, leave him in the name of Jesus Christ. Thirteen hours pass. Thirteen very difficult hours. Because I don't know. I didn't get messages from him. I don't. And uh, I I was in the living room with my wife and. We're watching a, um, a an interview between a musician and a, and another fella, and and music was always his favorite thing. 
And so that got me thinking about him and we, we were always connecting on music and poetry and things like that. So I wrote, I, on, on the fly, God gave me that gift of being able to write poetry. And, and so I wrote him a poem and hoping and praying in that moment. And then I saw it, those little ellipses come up, those three little dots. And when you know it, his response was, I love you, brother. And what I didn't know what was happening during that 13 hours is that he did, he did end up getting a Facebook message or friend request from someone who was a worship leader at their church who didn't know him from Adam and decided to follow whatever God was telling him to do. And he added him on, he added him on Facebook and then started messaging him and started telling him about the gospel. Talk about being bold. He didn't know him. He just felt led. And so he did it. And when he messaged, when he messaged him, he said, look, I just felt, I feel led by the Lord to tell you about the gospel of Jesus Christ. I feel led. I think you need to hear this. And, and, and he tells me in his follow-up messages, you know, Josh, you, you told me all the same things that this man was telling me. And I can only hear it so many times before I, I, I know that this is, this is something I was supposed to do. So I went and I prayed in solitude for the first time for real. I went and prayed in solitude. And I saw Jesus. He said, the, the clouds parted in front of me. He was, in, he was out in nature in his place of solitude. He said, the clouds parted in front of me. And I saw Jesus' face in front of me. As real as it is for me to you, I saw Jesus' face in front of me. And I saw the demons screaming with their mouths open, crying out in agony and fear. Mm-hmm. Because they knew that Jesus Christ had come and, he, and now had a new son because he said in his follow-up message, let it be known from this day forward, my knee is bent. God is my king. Christ is in my heart. I work for him. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I've watched a change in him that has been miraculous. Uh, yes, this, this, um, really it's kind of, there's always been in with, with that, with his family, there's always kind of been a darkness to their, to the family. And it was just, it was really kind of disheartening. And, uh, I know, um, Josh's mom, my wife just, uh, really kind of had to step, step back the, um, you can tell some people so much what God has for them. And then you just, you just see so much darkness. It's, it starts to overtake your light. I have to pull you off track. Just a little more volume there. Yeah. Make sure these audio listeners can hear you. That's perfect producer. You, you see and hear the sultry voice and realize (laughs) he's a little soft. Lift me up. (laughs) And, uh, but yeah, no, it, there was a darkness with them and with his mom, she had, uh, she had attempted uh, suicide on a couple different occasions 
And just the way she was going about it, I'm like, you know, one, suicide's not something to play around with. Um, when it comes to suicide, and this, there's going to be someone that it has... It's a tough subject. It's a tough subject. But I still look at it as quitter. Selfish quitter. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, so people can take that how they want to take that. Um, you're welcome to comment. Just don't use any really bad words. Articulate it in a beautiful fashion, and we will move I, on. I, can, I, think, I think I can speak to that a little bit. What you said is fact, but I think people in that position oftentimes don't see that. Yeah. They see I'm worthless. I'm not providing any value. Yeah. They don't realize, though, that is selfishness. Exactly. Exactly. They don't realize it, but no, that they, is they still don't. selfish. It, and it is. And see, the it's thing all is. all about me. It's, it. yeah. So we're, we're. This young man is going, well, I was doing this. I was doing this. I was doing that. But then in those situations, well, I'm worthless. Me, 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 me. Why don't you look at the big picture? Mm -hmm. Well, um, as radio host went through and he said with actually said it this evening, he says, let's take a balloon. And go up to ten thousand, not a Chinese weather balloon. Which but we'll is take a happening right now. As we we'll, speak. we'll take it. We'll take Georgia. a good. We'll take a good balloon, <laughs> so we can see the big picture. And that's what so many people are not doing, as families, as as um, communities. We're not looking at the big picture, and that's where we're falling short. And. We, we definitely feel it here in Indianapolis and several other cities. They don't feel, feel that connection to each other, that connection of community, that love. So oftentimes, they, that's a simple word. It's a simple word. People use it so, so abusively, mm-hmm. love. It's simple to say, people just, well, I love this, I love that. Mm-hmm. But in the end, do you honestly know what love is? Mm-hmm. And so many people that are in that state of mind, and I'm going to get back to that in here just a second. Um, they kind of forget people do love them, but that selfish nature says, I want a particular type of love. And that's one of the things that uh, they run into. Wow, that's a good point. So I, I literally, I, I had to call her on it. And I'm like, I said, you know, like if you if you were going to do it, don't call 911 and get, you know, the suicide <laughs> right. hotline on. Just go ahead and do it. I mean, don't coward out of it. Um, but, uh, yes, waving at the fans in the audience. So they're making their... Um, you bored their, them to tears and now they're walking away. Yes, they're <laughs> bored, bored them to tears now. No, it, it, um, it's, it's getting that time. We're all, we're all closing in. The perfect producers getting over there going, oh, golly, I want to go home. <laughs> Journey's down here Journey saying the same thing. I want to go to bed. I'm getting hungry, to be honest with you. Yes, <laughs> most definitely. But, yeah, no, got into that state of mind, that, and I, I called her on it. 
And I was like, you take it for what it's worth, but here's the facts. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, do it. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you know, go poop and get off the pot. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Well, Which, I, you know. We, we were talking about this on a an episode not too long ago. Um, You know, sometimes you don't realize you're down. You don't yeah. realize you're depressed. Um, I think it hits you like a ton of bricks sometimes um, without you even realizing it. Yeah. And I can always tell when I am because I'm an outdoors girl and I'll be like, it's almost like I have an acknowledgement that hits me that like, oh, I haven't looked at the trees lately or the flowers or like kind of grounding. Um, but I was saying when I've had those experiences, the best solution for it for me is to go find somebody to help. And you can go to a grocery store. You can go to a strip mall. There's inevitably going to be somebody there that needs help with their groceries or, you know, loading them in the car, something. There's something you can do. Because biblically, we're taught self is last. Yeah. It's Jesus, others, yourself. Mm -hmm. Right? Depression is the enemy's way of getting us to focus all on us. And we realize how much of a failure humans are. Mm-hmm. We look at ourselves. We're the, mo- the, we're the worst critic of ourselves most times. Yeah, absolutely. And so we get in that space where we're focused on ourselves, and then that it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? So get out of your space. Get out of your own self and go help somebody. At the end of the day, you have... You've accomplished something that day. You've helped somebody. You feel a sense of accomplishment and value at the end of the day. You know, and do that. Behave yourself to success, as Dr. Phil used to say. I don't like him anymore, but I did. Yeah. Um, but Fair he enough. used to, he had some good things, you know. Yeah. And that's one thing he said behave yourself to success because what you start doing in actions, your mind will catch up yeah. and it will change your mind. Um, and I think that's powerful, that that whole discussion about suicide and being self. It's a selfish thing because it's all about self and all being self-absorbed. Yeah. Right? I know. Whoa, Thanks for the amen yeah, and the hallelujah. Yeah, I got an amen. <laughs> I'm glad you brought up failures because there were some big failures this week. Uh, that bringing to our first story, uh, Yahoo News. AT&T outage says network is fully restored after thousands reported losing cell service. Some people in this room lost it. Um, (laughs) A cause for the outages has not been cited, but there is, quote, no reason to think it was a result of a cyber attack, the company said. You can be fairly sure that whatever they're saying, it's not. <laughs> they okay. have a need to call that out, apparently. Yeah. Can you read between the lines here? Are you using your discernment? AT&T said on Thursday after afternoon uh, that its service has been fully restored after a nationwide uh, cell phone outage hit tens of thousands of its customers earlier in the day. We have restored wireless service to all our uh, affected customers, the company said in a statement. We sincerely apologize to them. Keeping our customers connected. You better give me a, a discount. I'm telling you that. Uh, connected <laughs> remains. Yeah, text message. That's <laughs> I got. Text message. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just yeah. now? Literally, it was. Oh, let me see what I got it. Okay. It was probably when I was sitting upstairs. It was 6 o'clock today. 
It says, it's AT&T. We apologize for Thursday's outage, which may have impacted you. As a valued customer, your connection matters, and we are committed to doing better. That's what we got. Nothing about a discount, huh? Nothing. Yeah. Well, we'll have to fix that. Um, right. I'll, I'll, I'll get with you later. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. Right. <laughs> We're going to make it work. Because uh, a customer's <laughs> connection rem- uh, remains our top re- priority. And we're uh, taking steps to ensure our customers do not experience this again in the future. Sure. Uh, and t- AT&T, the nation's largest carrier, has more than 240 million subscribers. Uh, so you're just a number. Uh, more than 70,000 outages were reported after 8 a.m. Uh, Eastern, which means it was probably at least three times that much because people couldn't get through. According to the Down Detector, a website that detects outages, the first outages were reported just after, just before 4 a.m. Uh, no reason has been given for the outages. Of course, it's not a cyber attack. It's never a cyber attack. ABC News reported that U.S. federal agencies, including the FBI and the Department of Homeland Security, are investigating uh, to determine whether they were the result of a cyber attack. But the National Security Council spokesperson, John Kirby, said on Thursday afternoon that AT&T informed the White House that there is, quote, no reason to think the outage was a cyber tech, uh, cybersecurity incident. They're trying real hard to convince you what it's not. The lady death protest too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one of the things that strictly conspiracy was that uh, they wanted to go through. It was supposed to have been a hit on phones that are not 5G. And they were supposed to see that if you don't, when they get to the point that the only thing is 5G and they hit the wrong button. (laughs) I hadn't heard that yet. I heard that one from an electrician and I was like, that actually sounds pretty good, but... Um, I'm wanting to say Moody Radio, the way I understood when they brought up the report is they said they weren't ruling out right. the possibility. Well, they did today. Okay. Well, and I can tell you this. Our revolver team is going to do our own little investigation. I'm going to make some calls, and I know that my, our team is going to make some calls too. We're going we're gonna to do our, our best that we can to get to the bottom of this. We're journalists too, and we're, we're, we're going to work hard for you to, to, to try to help help get to the bottom of this and figure out what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I know that there's some, there's some people in the room that was, was, was heavily affected by this, including Ooh, this yeah. guy over here. So <laughs> if you, if you want something to say, now's the time, James. Well, uh, I heard a couple theories on this. One was that a satellite as big as a school bus dropped out of the sky between China and California. That was one theory. That's yeah. why it all happened. And it wasn't just AT&T. It was also Verizon, and it was T- T-Mobile. But T-Mobile is a part it was, of at It was a few. Well, T-Mobile uh, customers are used to drop calls, so that didn't yeah. make much <laughs> and it, was, it was a couple other smaller <laughs> smaller cellular businesses that were affected, but not as big as AT&T. Yeah. Of course, they, they are the biggest carrier. They thought that people were logging that for those companies yeah. because they couldn't reach somebody who was on AT&T. Because they couldn't so. make a 911 call because Verizon, technically, they could still use their phones even though they don't have cellular service apparently that's the big thing that was going on oh. so that's that was one of the big things i seen that verizon could still use their phones without cellular service um i don't know if that's true or not but yeah wi-fi um, wi-fi calling was, was well, why I that was wi-fi too that was how yeah. i was able to 
contact dad and ask him about his phone and whatnot. But well, um, you called me. You called me from your work phone. I said your shop's got Wi-Fi. Yeah, but I don't have the password. I said you're high enough on the ladder. Get the password. <laughs> so yeah, after I did all that, I had access to my phone. That was the only way I was to contact people. But uh, that was one of the theories was the satellite thing falling from the sky. And another one was that one guy said, "Well, I used to do this back when I was a part of IT, and what well, well, believe that I heard from down the grapevine of of AT and T was that because he has a buddy that works there is that they had a possibly a junior IT guy click the wrong button." put it in the wrong status and it somehow wiped out the whole system. That's so what they somebody, said today. Somebody getting fired. That's, That's what, what they, they said, said that today. A, that a, a, a junior guy pushed. done that. That's that, that was the blame. Is that it blamed it all it's on this really big oops junior. Exactly. It's a wrong button push. You just cost a lot of peed off customers to be oddly know. enough. Let's, <laughs> let's kind of take a, let's take a moment here. A misconstrued young individual pushes the wrong button and destroys life for several thousands of people, tens of thousands of people. And we've got a president that's got a finger close to a button. Mm-hmm. Just imagine if he slips mm-hmm. and hits the wrong button. He doesn't even know where he is, let alone where the yeah. button it's is. It's a pretty button. It's a pretty we button. We all know that it's, his, it's, it's the people under him that's running everything. That, yeah. That's yeah. that's why the, that's why they can't stand Donald Trump. Don't they don't s- want to lose their power because they oh, know. It's just like the I whole, it's just like the whole <laughs> you know, say cyber attack thing. If Really, yeah. if it was a cyber attack and they said, well, if this is a cyber attack, this is the best opportunity for China to go ahead and launch their nukes because they have no way of tracking them because apparently the satellite that was down can't track the missiles that would be launched. I beg to differ so. because according to... Um, no, we still have the Star Wars program. We can yeah. track it just fine. Because um, according to... Not Men in Black. Well, while you're thinking about that... Uh, yes. Uh, Go ahead. That's, that's Go why, ahead. That's why Trump going. implemented a little thing called Space Force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the best. It's the best. I got more to add to that, though. Yeah. Because, because I did this whole little argument with somebody on social media about this. So... AT&T went down, right? And it wasn't their whole entire system, mm-hmm. but it was the whole U.S. Like, yeah. meaning there were parts of the U.S. that were coast, affected. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But not everybody's went down. So, I found it funny that the ones that I know that went down are people like us. I'm just going to put that out there. Because I heard, actually, somebody on that topic say selective phones went down so let's start with that second of all have you heard the space weather excuse Mm-mm. space weather now we have well they said so, the solar flare yes that yes, yeah, it. Solar yes. Flare. So that'd be quite three, a solar flare so there were three <laughs> major solar flares that started to hit the night before um i find it silly to even suggest that because i'm pretty sure the solar flares don't go oh look at&t and yeah. leave everything else up. Well, uh, yeah. Not only that, but the solar flares don't just go, oh, look, specific people on AT&T. And yeah. only phones. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So so that was dumb. Um, another thing that happened, I don't know if you guys heard, but there was an, a confirmed cyber attack for a pharmacy company yesterday. Yep. And um, it was the same time frame. Hmm. Uh, and all their pharmacies were down, and they actually admitted it was a cyber attack. Yeah. Um, and then I also saw down detector and it lists like all these different electronic 
companies and their um, spikes and outages. Um, and you can find it on downdetector.com. But today, the 24-hour window was still on there. And there were a lot more companies, <laughs> and not just cellular companies. Like Instagram had a hit, had an outage. Um, Facebook took a hit during that time period yesterday, too, um, an outage. So there's a lot more to it than what we're being told, I'm just going to yeah. say. Oh, yeah. The thing well, is, the TikTok took a hit. I don't, That's the true thing. The I didn't TikTok catch it. Take a hit. I didn't mm-hmm. catch it. it I didn't being ran specifically by, by the CCP. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. controlled by the if CCP. If it didn't, now we know the truth. <laughs> we, know where to, we know where to point the finger. So China. China. Well, China. Uh, that was the other thing. Just a few days ago, oh, I hit myself with the mic. Um, a few days ago, Yemen came out and said, if we don't stop bombing their area, they will attack us in a way that we've never been attacked before. And that happened just a few days ago. Yeah. Yeah. So... Take your pick. I don't know. Coincidence? Yeah, it's it was definitely. I was I was happy <clears throat> that I wasn't affected. Um, I think were you or were you not? Did you were you? Oh no! no, I, no. I my phone actually went down for an hour today. But other than that, today, uh, not yesterday. Yeah, today and not yesterday, but for a, an hour today. It yesterday, just so okay. right now. Well, today for us, but. For you, whenever you're watching it, was an hour of the day that we recorded it. Not yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah we'll it's time travel when you're. A I was affected. Yeah. I, think well, it then, sh- I think it popped back up. I think right at noon. I swear, I seen the bars pop on my phone at the stroke of noon. I yeah. swear it did. Yeah, so one, mine one of my coworkers. Was yesterday, two hours. Okay. And my husband. And the reason that we even knew it hit, which by the way, we're not on AT and T. Yeah. We're on a different small company that uses AT and T towers. But um, the only reason I knew that it hit is because my husband went to work. And they had sent out a mass email to all their U.S. locations that their entire work phone system was down. Um, no explanation. So then my, he sent that to me, and I said, well, what service are they on? And we're texting. And he said, AT&T. So then I went to Down Detector, <laughs> and I pulled the outage, and I sent him screenshots of it. Well, as we were texting, all of a sudden we couldn't text. Then all of a sudden we couldn't phone call. We couldn't do a phone call. Mm-hmm. We could still use internet, and I do have AT and T internet. Couldn't use internet or nothing. nothing. I do have AT and T internet at home, but I have the business plan, the upgrade. You couldn't use your home internet. My home internet. I don't know because that I, I get up at two o'clock in the morning, so yeah. then it was fine. So if I did use, I did use it that morning at my house, but by the time I got to work. The only reason I found out the phone was down was because I went to go text my daughter, have a nice day at school, and love you, and it says failed. And then I noticed I have a little, you know, SOS. Little, do not, you know, no call icon at the top says yeah. your phone's not registered to a network. So I'm thinking, well, mm-hmm. what happened? Did they just kick me off because I have separate the bill now paid. so it's like <laughs> and i paid the bill they just uh <laughs> yeah, my first my first phone call was trying to get a hold of the significant other and figure out did you pay the bill well that phone didn't i called out on the work phone that phone didn't work so then my next thought was well I'll call my parents maybe their phones work of course i called dad instead of mom because mom won't answer weird 
numbers. <laughs> Hold so on I called now. Dad, and he was like, hello? And I was like, Dad, it's your son. I call from work. My phone's not working. <laughs> I got I I got a funny story on this one. And well, this is this is how God works. This is also how God works. If I don't have it saved, I don't answer it. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, I just felt led. I better answer this. Um, cause my mind, I'm thinking I've got a good rapport with the foreman that I work with, the electrician crew that I work with. Maybe he's calling me from his personal phone and letting me have an update on, you know, maybe something's going to be different about our work area. So I answer the phone and then it's like, hello, dad, it's your son. And I'm thinking, oh, great. I'm getting that scam call that oh. wants me to pay $600 in Walmart gift cards to bail my son out of jail. Maybe she'll live with that. I mean, I got some money. I'm also a Nigerian prince. Uh, I need yeah. you to send me $12,000 so I can send like you a man. $100 gift card or something. <laughs> Darn, I didn't think of that. And, and you know, he kind of continues talking, and I'm kind of, literally, I did not, at that at that point when he first got started, I didn't one hundred percent recognize his voice. And then I'm like, "Oh, okay." And he's like, I don't think someone paid the cell phone bill, and I'm like, "Well, I like, said, before you well, start yelling, figure out let's let's, like, well, I'm let's not do that. Rewind. I said, "Right now, you need a cell phone. So uh, if you've got Wi-Fi, you're you're high enough on the hog over there." get that code mm-hmm. that yeah, way well, you can talk to the employees and other people thinking about these attacks thinking about um what what they had done just just those 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 just those things and how crippling it was for some people yeah um what if what if uh these same things happened to your energy mm-hmm. what if these same things happened to your water water supply mm-hmm. what if these same things happened to your grocery store where you can't get to the grocery store you can't what if your car what if your car just doesn't start now you know if you can't get an electric car yeah does it go anywhere well i mean all these cars got computers in them i mean from from for however long back right and all the way back into the 80s that you know if if, uh, an emp goes off you you have no way of getting around freely other than going shoot a baker how are you gonna how are you gonna get around how are you gonna get by especially if there's bad weather outside Mm -hmm. what are you doing what how are you prepared you know Think think about these things because that's a very real reality, and I think I think pe- some people through this experience have been shaken to that. They, yeah. they 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 come to the realization that that is a very real possibility, and it can, it can be it could be sooner than you think. Obviously, yeah. if this is happening, that's just getting you used to it, so that the next step exactly. when they take away everything. You just you just give up your rights. You can hand everything over, and you'll you'll accept their universal basic income, and you'll just live off that 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 and government income. ID. Yeah. So, that being said, I want to move into our, our, well, our second well, article. We're just saying on on, on yes. that one more thing. You just got to remember all those poor A and T AT and T customer service people that got blamed for all this, and they're right. like, we have nothing to do with this. We don't know what's going on. I've seen so many videos of these poor people getting mm-hmm. attacked by, you know, customers, and they're like, "I can't tell you what's well, going on." At least they're far away; they're in India, so they don't have to. Well, worry about I'm it. talking about I'm talking about the people here that were being attacked oh, yeah, by they, 
other of, people yeah. blaming them for the reason that everything went down. They're like, I can't tell you that what's going on because I don't know what's going on. We're just customer service people. Like we haven't been read into it any further than what we've got. Yes. Although those alarms are very real. There was a false alarm that happened. Uh, uh, remind me of the, the, the name of that, that town in Florida, Okaloosa. Sterling. Okaloosa. Okaloosa. Okaloosa, Florida. This police officer. It's actually a really nice town. Well, we'll, we'll commentate yes. uh, during the video. If, if you don't mind bringing that video up, Sterling. Um, he, he's already got the, let's, let's give you a little bit of texture. Or, yeah. Yeah. Context. Context. Thank you. Uh, had a Biden moment. So he's texture already got sounds, <laughs> kind of sounds pretty good because the textured sound. <laughs> so, well, yeah, we get some textiles going on too. Yeah, textiles. So yeah, <laughs> text to 10. He's already got the suspect handcuffed in the back of the car. Okay. Uh, so th- this. Oh, so there was someone in the car. There was there someone was in the car. Okay, okay. already. Okay. We're going to get to that in a minute as well. So and that, this is body cam this, footage. This is body cam footage, mm-hmm. uh, and so of the arresting but, officer, not you, the, the arresting officer. Yes. yes. Let's go ahead and hit play on this. At this point, right here, an acorn, an acorn hits the top of the car. Shots fired! Shots fired! He's now unloading the clip on the car, his on the handcuffed car. suspect, his own car, where the handcuffed suspect, he, he has no possible way of, uh, 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 for there to be uh, a person in that car. Now he's crawling. He's fairly sure that he'd been shot. I think you might know if you've been shot or not. Some people don't. In all honesty, that, some people that, do not. That could that could be fair enough, but I've this is this is his partner now. This is his, this is his partner. She's taking a report. You know, you hear him say "shots fired" just just as before. Now, hearing this, you think that she'd think about it too. She also empties her clip. She does not see the person. Well, they do know that they have the handcuffed person. I want to know is what kind of guns they have left in where, that truck for someone to grab. Jesse, Listen to this. Get where, back, get back. Where is he? Where is he? Where She's is already he? emptied her first clip. Just about. Where is he? Just put not probably 19 rounds into Shots fired. Shots nowhere. fired. I'm deputy down. So this is this is him after after the fact. He's trying to well the other the other officers the backup has showed up. Jesse, come back. Dude, am I hit? Am I hit? Yes, am I hit? No, you're good. Back up. Let's get further back, further back. That should have been a little further evidence for him. Now, um, if you scroll, if you scroll to the side there, Sterling, um, uh, there's an image that I've got pulled up right next to that. If you used uh, two fingers to slide that over, uh, that screen over, uh, go the other way. There we go. Um, there's an image there. Let me let me pull up this quote uh, photographs here. This is from the white male that was handcuffed in the back. I just wanted to say that real quick because this is a white male in the back of the car. Uh, this is a highlight highlight part. He says, all I could do was lean over and play dead to prevent get, getting shot in the head. I was scared to death, and I, uh, I knew all I could depend on was God. I ignored everything and prayed. Windows were shattering on me the whole time as bullets continued flying across me. I was blessed not to get hit by any bullets or get hurt physically, but mentally... I'm not okay. <laughs> I I understand police officers go 
I mean, you know, they, they go through some training and then stuff happens. I don't know what, uh, what all this young man had gone through, um, to, to have this type of response. I, I don't want to pass a whole lot of judgment, but man, you the, talk about overreaction though. I mean, I, yes, no, no doubt. No, no nothing, doubt. nothing earns a whole clip emptied into a vehicle and then your partner emptying a whole clip into the same vehicle with you knowing that you just handcuffed somebody in the back of the car. Nobody. One of the things that I would say, that's what it it literally did a double roll and somebody called that out in the comments. They're like, he, that was like an army or military kind of reaction. And they were thinking he might've had PTSD but still doesn't justify it. Yeah, no. It's just no, more understandable. I um I understand, you know, once that trigger is pulled, you're 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 trying to figure a certain result. And I don't know that a lot of times we really kind of consider that. It was way too reactionary, uh, yes. regardless of PTSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Way too reactionary. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, I mean, he, he you you can see it on his body cam. There's clearly no one there for these shots to have been fired from. Yeah. I it, it, it's a, it's um, imaginary at that point. I don't know if he's hallucinating or not. No one's going to shoot one um, one time at a at a but, police officer. They're going to shoot yeah. multiple times. Yeah. And, th- and they're going to shoot. This is well, a good case for not blindly just backing the blue. I'm not saying right. defund. I'm not saying that. Right. Don't don't get me wrong, but just don't blindly back the blue. Right. We mm-hmm. do need better training. Mm-hmm. Talk about refund the police re-fund the police they need to reallocate those funds and use it to train them up properly so that when things like this happen and they go and they they need to go through more often uh, at least once a year if if you ask me at least once a year go through a psych evaluation Mm -hmm. and a a small retraining session to make sure that they're still up to par yeah, I've seen a lot through, of officers go through a lot, Not a re-education, lot of tragedy. retraining retraining yeah. I've seen a lot of officers that make me look small in stature they're not where they should be if they're out there trying to serve and protect you can't serve and protect a whole lot if your donuts are outweighing your discernment yeah, that um, you're not chasing down that crook that probably just knocked out ten people and they're on foot. Not yeah. without a, a, a what do you call the little puffer thing? Uh, yeah, yeah. Inhaler. inhaler. Yeah, inhaler. The little puffer thing. <laughs> but, yeah, you knew what I was talking I about. Did. Exactly. <laughs> I like your my little puffer fish. <laughs> that way I could breathe better. I need my oxygen chamber because I can't live without oxygen. Yeah. When I first saw that, I just couldn't stop laughing because it just seemed so absurd to me. Um, And then I read the comments, like said, and some people thought this was a PTSD kind of situation because he thought he was shot and didn't know he wasn't shot. Mm -hmm. And why did he think he was shot? You can't get it wrong. They go through a lot of tragic and a lot of tragedy. They see a lot of things that a lot of us never ever see that. Puts a lot of them in in, in weird situations, and they right. they always remember that. And, well, and, and on, but on, also with the partner, once she sees this, like 
She just she should have never shot. Goes in reactionary. One, she never should have shot one bullet no. out of her gun. She should realistically been looking she and observing. I don't know. I th- I I might have to disagree on that because they're partners. It's like family. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. come out. It is, but if you're not hearing return fire, you know what your gun sounds like as a police <clears> officer. <throat> you guys are issued a standard police issued gun. It sounds a certain way. To the next to any they other went pistol, from a Glock forty to a Glock nine. And and they're and very they, nice guns. I've held one at, yes. at down the street. It, they're very nice, very expensive, and they're very heavy. Um, so it's it's a thing of you know the sound. If you're trained well, you know the sound of your gun, what it sounds like. Just next to somebody else, I guarantee nobody else is going to have that police mm-hmm. issue gun unless they buy one. Well, and, and, and you're going to know the difference. And in to the, piggyback in the sound. off of that as well as where is he? Blindly shooting. Now, I I get back in your partner. I'm with you you're, on that. You're, you definitely uh, yeah. want to back and your you're partner. You're not only putting that one person but, in danger in the car, but you're also putting the whole neighborhood that you're firing down blindly in danger, along with those people standing there with the partner, just standing there not knowing what's going yeah, on. Yeah, there's no target. And, you, and I don't know if you saw it in the video. You can see it from her perspective. You actually see him crawling across the street. Yeah. yeah. So what if one of those bullets had ricocheted, went down, and then, then he really did get hit? Mm-hmm. It is a lot of there's a lot of terrible that can happen from that. Right. Yeah. That whole thing was just a mess. Mm-hmm. I I just my dad was on the sheriff's department and I I know I come at it more from that perspective. Like yeah. you, I don't think we can sit here and and understand the the stress no. reactors that yes. they mm-hmm. go through, the adrenaline that pumps in, the the whole camaraderie. Like this is my partner. It's like yeah. family. I'm defending my partner. You yes. know, I don't know that we as lay people, not having ever been in that situation, can accurately assess that. Mm-hmm. And C- completely, completely. <clears throat> I I I don't deny what she done. One of the things that. I I see in in watching on patrol, mm. a show on reels, documentary, a lot of times when they go through, and they're kind of at that spot to where as as they say, they're cuffing someone. There's another set of people there that has showed up, so I mean it's no longer just two. There's there's four. So there's there's people there, and in some cases they're that next set of um, voices that come on the scene, they start to get some of the same information from, from, from the same people that's already given. It's like, Hey, I just got here. Just want to get a better feel. Mm -hmm. You know, what is your assessment? What did you see? And they're asking these questions. So they would have, someone else could have come on the scene and been there with that, with the open door talking with that guy. And that was handcuffed. It's like, okay, what is your side of this story? So I understand. And that was something I didn't see. We didn't see it until two, we'll say 13 round, well, 12 round clips. Um, I don't think it's um, uh, Biden's nine nine round clip. I would like to think that it would I think they have actually full on 21 round it well, looked like yeah. it, it, what it looked like to me was newbies on Call of Duty. <laughs> it, it, there was a lot yeah, of it looked like some the, like they're very fresh people. Said, there's <laughs> probably like, there could be some PTSD. Stuff, but I, I think, think there there mess. could be a lot of untrained. 
you, you, like I said, you know the sound of gunshots. And I'm sorry if it was an acorn that caused this whole thing. There's a lot of lack of training. If you yeah. you're not around guns enough to know what a gunshot sounds like, yes, there is fireworks and stuff that can sound like them. But yes, we've, we've in that definitely in that, that instance, you put difference. a lot of people's lives in danger just off of a reaction that you thought you may have gotten shot. And I mean, I don't understand it. The police have the right to, they have a license to kill. They have a right to protect themselves. That's the, that's all their, if you watch most, if you Get watch most, job. you watch Get most of their videos, they tell people multiple times, you know, I've watched plenty of them. Don't grab your gun. They know they have a gun, so they don't grab for it. Don't mm-hmm. grab for it. As soon as they go to grab for it, they're going to unload on you because mm-hmm. that's their first reaction is to, not only protect themselves, but everybody around because they have to get home. They yeah. have to get home just like everybody else. And that person with because that gun don't have value their life at all anyway. Yeah. So there's no reason to, you know, argue that point. There's mm-hmm. no reason to grab for less lethal in that situation. Yeah. If they're going you're, for you're a gun, not, you're not trying just to save mean their they're life still at that pull point. That trigger exactly. Because right. they're going to want that electric shock to stop. Mm-hmm. So they're, so then you're, you're just like, um, before they get to the gun, that's when you go less lethal. I agree. But in a situation you like cannot, this. And you cannot say this was it's a the gun's mess. fault. It's yeah. the gun's fault. The gun doesn't do anything. Exactly. It takes a person to operate that gun. And if you don't have the training or the, the know-how on how to operate it, you need more training. I mean, I still can't figure out. So the guy's in the back seat with handcuffs on behind his back. And, and I think in that article, he also said they were, they were trailing him, put his hands up, and he said he couldn't because they were behind him handcuffed. But I think I've also seen places where the criminals have gotten out of the handcuffs. Yeah. Yes. So I know there's there's just so much to this. I'm just telling you, when I first saw it, I couldn't stop laughing because I, I thought I, an I'll acorn fell on a car Every and single police car, I don't know if there's out there. It's crazy. Every single police car I've ever seen has a cage in the front and a cage in the back. Yeah. And there's cages between... Where the criminal sits. And you can't open the so door from the inside. So if there's any gun within the back seat, again, that's the police officer's fault mm-hmm. for having a reachable firearm in the back seat yeah. while uh, someone is handcuffed. If they're able to get out and use that gun, mm-hmm. someone needs to be retrained. Someone was very irresponsible with their firearm. I've never seen and ever or heard of anybody get through the cage to where they're grabbing one of the firearms. Mm-hmm. I guarantee they probably did have ARs and stuff in the back. Those those, those police cars usually, usually do. They're usually in the trunk, yeah. though. They usually, usually have them in the, the trunk, trunk, and that was a SUV. So, yeah, it could be very possible. He could have busted the cage. But that's the thing. You don't see glass flying but out of the yeah. car. You no. see glass that's going in the car. All I know is if I ever get arrested, I'm going to ask the police officer nicely. Your car isn't parked underneath an, uh, <laughs> an oak tree, right? Oak tree. Yeah. Is it, if if isn't if you're parked underneath an oak tree, can I, I will sit here happily until you repark the car. All I gotta I'm say not going is anywhere. there must have been one teed off squirrel because he <laughs> threw that acorn and started the whole deal. Yeah. Someone was too close to his acorn stash and that caused the whole problem. He wasn't yeah. having it. Yeah, he squeaked that one by him. Yeah. But someone who's not squeaking by is former President Trump. Yeah, that leads us to our final story of the night, coming from the Washington Free Beacon. We talk about parallels and and and, and two choices here. We have two very clear choices, and uh, uh, the, the the title of this uh, is two clear choices. Yeah, two two choices that are you know that we're that we have. It's okay. just it's just what it is. Right now. we know we know why. 
But Trump takes nine-point lead over Biden in new poll. Former President Donald Trump took a nine-point lead over uh, President Joe Biden in a poll release Tuesday, which you can be fairly sure if it says nine points, it's probably three times as much. Respond, uh, respondents in the poll from Harris X pre uh, preferred Trump over Biden by a margin of 47% to 38% and a matchup between the two, with 15% saying they didn't know. They, what don't they, you know? Dude, they, they're the ones that were the ones that didn't know. They either they honestly didn't know because there are just people that don't pay attention to any of that stuff at all. Okay. And why are you in that poll in the first place? But then there's also uh, the people who are afraid to say that they actually want to support Trump. Uh, when when pollsters added third party candidates, Trump's lead shrank to eight points, and eleven uh, and eleven percent said they didn't know. The, the, the poll also found that 39% of respondents approved of the Joe Biden uh, the, approved of, of Joe Biden uh, and, and the job he's doing in office while 56% disapproved I think that those numbers are skewed too Re, uh, researchers conducted the poll between Feb, uh, February 12th and February 16th it queried 3,024 registered voters and carried a margin of error of 1.8%. 37% of, uh, of those in the sample were Republicans and 34% were Democrats and 25% were independents. Harris X pulled their participants after a week that may have uh, ex exacerbated voters uh, concerns about Biden's mental fitness. February 4th and February 8th, Biden confused the names of multiple world leaders three times saying he went to a meeting in 2021 where he met with the people who died years earlier. The centerpiece of the week's news uh, cycle, however, was the, re uh, uh, was the release of a special counsel report that said Biden could not remember when his time as vice president began and ended, nor when his son, Bo, died in, a, in an October 8th interview with in, uh, investigators. Tuesday's poll is not the first poor showing of Biden. In the uh, real clear politics polling average, Trump has maintained a consistent lead over the incumbent since at least late October. The, that lead has uh, over four points in late January, but uh, it has since tightened to 1.6 points. Uh, yeah, the, the nine-point lead, it's for obvious reasons. One... Trump put money in your pocket and had a whole lot of good policies that get put people to work. We had people getting the first step back so they could finally get their life together. We had um, no new wars. We had soldiers coming home. We had prosperity like this country hadn't seen in a very long time since I would say Ronald Reagan. Uh, and I've been along, alive long enough to have witnessed both presidents or at least portion of I didn't get to see all of Ronald Reagan's presidencies but you know uh, I've been alive long enough to to see both things and then you have this contrast of a man who's not mentally fit does not know where he is independent investigators have proven time and time again that he's not fit uh, are we going to see uh, Kamala Harris or a uh, 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 or Gavin Newsom, people keep arguing that. I say no. I think that they're going to keep pushing this Weekend at Bernie's situation up <laughs> to the top so that they can stay in power. They they are too power hungry, and that's why they're trying to, like you said earlier, they're, they're, they're pushing Trump out and getting him off the ballot because if they know that the only choice that they have forced on us is Biden, then there is no other choice 
And then you're stuck with Weekend at Bernie's and you have to deal with the people that are under him still controlling this country. Not only Weekend at Bernie's, but I mean, it just... I feel bad for the guy at this point in time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's 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 creepy. It's it's disgusting. Abusive. His his whole view, but the it's simple, elder abuse. Yeah, it, it. I just think it's shameful. Like yeah. anybody, anybody in this country who would have somebody like that say, "Yeah, that's the guy that runs our country." Anybody that would stand behind that military, anybody, and say, "Yeah, I can support this guy doing what he's doing." I'm not huge on politics, but the thing is to look at what, as you call, I call it the old trauma years, the Obama. I do too. It's the old trauma years back when he ran it, and <laughs> them two ran it. And you got the old trauma again, and that's what the old trauma years then offered was the word change. We will change. We offered all this keyword change, and then things went out. Got better at the old trauma, went away, better years got better, and then the old trauma came back because they were like, well, mm-hmm. we don't like the way this guy talks or the way this guy walks, the way this guy looks. He says this, I don't know how old he is, 40 years ago, whatever, whatever he said then to now, it's like, but people that judge those same people, the same people that say the same things around their friends. So it's yeah. like, what makes you different to judge somebody else who's actually helping bring money and a businessman bring money back into everybody's pockets? Yeah. Why not? All we've had since this oh, trauma has came back is money loss and everybody. I, I don't see how the numbers aren't bigger because don't you want change? I mean, this is the key word here. Change where we're going to. If this doesn't change, we're about to be in World War Three. Uh, we're going to end up in we're going to end up in an all-out nuclear war, and there's going to be a lot of people that die for no reason because we have somebody who's irresponsible and incompetent who doesn't know whether to go left. When he's pointed at a door, he goes left through the yard, and it's just <laughs> like, why? Why would anybody say okay? This guy can run our country. It's just like, you know, working for a boss. You work for your boss that can't do your job. Would you want to support somebody who can't do your job but tells you how to do your job? Yeah. But can't do a one iota of your job. But that's how we look at That's how everybody's saying is that this guy can do it. He's running our country, but he couldn't tell you how to do anything. And to drive that point home so we can get this closed out, I see Sterling shaking over there in his chair because I know that we're over time significantly. Sterling, we love you. (laughs) We do. But look, okay, imagine this. You're a busy parent and you have to get your kid to school, but you you don't have time. You're going to have to hire somebody to drive your kid to school. Okay? And you got paid double because of fuel prices. And for whatever reason... The Uber that's coming, because they got that new Uber for, for your kids, right? Mm-hmm. The only drivers you got, and you can see their whole profile, is Joseph Robinette Biden and Donald John Trump. Who are you going to let drop your kids off at school? Most of them are going to say, 
Biden because they're going to let him feel his legs. That was the hair that's glistening in the water. <laughs> do, do, do you want? Because do you want that? Do you want the the kid person that's driving your kid to school to to be sniffing your kids? Do you want him to not know where he's going to not get them there? Do you do you you understand what I'm trying to tell you? This man can run the country, but you won't trust him to to drive your kids to school. Come on now, let's let's be fair. Let's be honest. Let's be true. If you can't trust him to do that, then you can't trust him to run your country. But you sure could trust Trump. You know he would. Then you know they would get there safe and sound. And not only would they get there safe and sound, but they'd probably have a bottle of water that's uh, plated in gold. Mm-hmm. It'd be the best Uber ride they ever had. They'd have a real Stanley mug. Yeah, a golden <laughs> Stanley mug. With the lead in it and all. Yeah. <laughs> that's what's wrong with this country. We got we stopped putting lead in everything. That's what's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We took, took the, le- the lead out. Took the lead out of paint and we just yeah yeah. Apparently that lead, lead Zeppelin went gone House, and we left the lead yeah. out. Yeah. It didn't make us dumber apparently. House, it just you took it out and everybody else just got dumber. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have a question, real quick. Ask away. This may not be a quick question, and if not, we'll say we'll talk about it next time. Sure. Uh. Suppose So I know Trump's going to win the primary, no doubt. I have questions about if he can win the general for many reasons. I also am hearing that, well, we already know there's a bunch of rhinos in the Senate <coughs> and in the House. Mm, yes. Mm-hmm. Let's say Trump wins. Do you think the House and the Senate are going to work with him? No, they're going to spend they're going to spend every waking moment trying to get him out of office. Exactly. We're going to spend so, so much money. So what's going to happen? The well, he's he's going to be a lame a lame president in that case. They're going to yeah. they're going to handcuff him. That's the problem. They say that we spent we're in debt. Country is in total debt till we have all this money we was given out to all these different countries instead of taking care of our own. That's our problem. Um, countries mm-hmm. don't get richer by taking care of other countries they get richer because they take care of themselves exactly um that's why we're one of the poorest countries Preach. in the world um we're, we're too busy the, about we're taking one care of the richest of, but we're also one of the we're poorest too, we're yeah. too busy about taking care of somebody else's kids that don't want to be taken care of just because you know they don't want to do it themselves they'd rather be you know mm-hmm. independent and poor exactly. and whatever else that's that's but that what makes them greater than us because they'd rather do it on their own instead of you know, having the help from everybody else. They'd rather find their own person, you know. So the thing is, is that we need to stop taking care of everybody else and take care of ourselves because we're the ones that got us here in the first place. Mm-hmm. We're the reasons why we're America. We're the ones why we are free. And, yeah, granted, there is a lot of laws. you got to follow them. But there's a lot of other places in this world you wouldn't want to live in because you don't get the freedoms you do here. Yeah. Um, true. Very true. You look at China where for the longest time they were under law where, you know, you can only have a certain gender of child because they were so overpopulated. So it's and just now like that's missing you got to take it to understands of as whoever gets put in office is, are you going to give up your freedoms? Because that's what's going to end up down leading down to is you're going to give up freedoms for security. Security. Exactly. You're going to, you're going to lose a lot of, your freedoms that you get now in this world that you say, you know, that you don't have because a lot of countries don't have what we have. Exactly. And you know who owns that debt? You, the taxpayer. You, the taxpayer, owns that debt. 
not not these not these representatives not it's not in china really because we the majority of the debt is owned by us the taxpayer you the taxpayer and you know the biggest problem revolutions were fought under uh, over over less you know the biggest problem with that is that we've outsourced so many jobs because it's cheaper to make stuff everywhere else which has made america lazy and that's the biggest problem with us is that we have gotten so lazy we would rather not do stuff for ourselves because it is easier for say hey you go make that for me at half the cost. Yeah. Well, they want $20 to work at McDonald's. Oh, they yeah. want to raise the minimum wage to 50 in California. Uh-huh. But your question leads to a statement. Okay. When you're talking about the Senate and Congress, that's where that research, that reading's really going to come in good for you. Yes. Find out about your candidates and let them know that they're your representative. They are not your leader. They are not to make decisions without you. And they can get fired if they're not. Yep. Because in the end, when it comes to America, the government keeps forgetting the real king is we, the yep. people. Yep. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I like that. Give us a closing prayer so we can get the heck out of here. <laughs> Gracious Heavenly Father, we give you praise going on our first for our salvation once again, Lord. Thank you for this opportunity. Lord, it's, it's just been a good time, Lord. We uh, know that uh, there are those that got to sit in with us that uh, enjoyed it, and I, I pray that they will finish watching Later on, Lord, once it's on uh, online, we just ask to just allow us to come back together one more time to do this once again, Lord, to, to get into not only your word, Lord, but to wake people up to the truth, to remind them to wake up not only to your truth, Lord, but to your love, to surrendering themselves to you trusting you because what christ done upon that cross lord is something far greater than anything we could gain here on this earth we give this all to you in jesus blessed and holy name amen amen that was the man who brought the message tonight today whenever you're watching this my father gary moore oh yeah he's got a show coming out in revolver here soon too so be looking out looking out for that we're working on it Next to him. Got a lot of them. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Always a joy. Always a joy. Uh, next to him, my brother, James Moore. Thank you for being here. A.K.A. the goat. Yes. A-K-A. Yes. He's he's goat. <laughs> greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. <laughs> I'm not talking about Peyton Manning or Tom Brady. No, no, no. Or no. He's sitting right here. He's sitting right here, folks. Make no mistake. Across from him, she's got a guide. It's Crystal Rosati. Thanks for having me. Thanks Good for being here. tonight. Good mm-hmm. message. And I've been your host, Joshua Cummins, reminding you to stay in trouble. <laughs> and we will see you next week. 